Hi ladies and welcome to the Amazing Bible Dot Book Club. I'm Julie Callio, your host, and thanks for taking time out of your busy schedules to tune in with me today. If by chance you want to contact me, you can do that at theab.bc.pc at gmail.com. As we come to the end of the story of Joshua, we find that he is old. Chapter 24, verse 29 says he was 110 years old. And just as Moses gave a final plea for the children of Israel to be faithful to God, so does Joshua. He calls for all Israel and the elders and the heads and the judges and the officers to come as well as all of Israel for his final words. And there are five main points in this. Just a heads up, we see judges are listed and that will be our next book that we'll be studying next week. So he has five main points that he shares in these last two chapters. Number one. Remember all that God has done for you. And remember that it was the Lord your God that fought for you. Past tense. Our God is faithful to his word. Joshua then says, his point two, be courageous as you keep and do all that is written in the book of the law of Moses and turn not to the left or to the right. Cleave to the Lord your God and love him. It is he that is fighting for you, present tense, as he has promised to do. Point three, we have a warning starting in verse 13. Know for certain that if you follow other gods, the Lord will no longer drive out your enemies. Do not bow down to idols and do not worship other gods like the nations that remain among you. Chapter 23, verse 7. This is a clue that points to the near future of some issues that they will be having. Then in verse 15 of chapter 23, there's a warning that the Lord will bring evil things until he destroys you from off this good land, which the Lord your God has given you. And this is because of their idol worship. This here is a clue of what will happen in the distant future of Israel. Then in chapter 24, it tells us where Joshua called all the people to come. It was not where the tabernacle was, which was Shiloh, but it was where they made that first commitment unto the Lord in Joshua chapter 8, Shechem. It lies between Mount Ebal and Mount Gerizim. Moses gave more details of what they were to do there, and this is found in Deuteronomy chapter 27. This was the mountain of blessing and the mountain of curses. And the people committed to following the Lord, their God. One of the things I'm trying to do in reading through the Bible this year is to use the Bible Atlas. Some Bible studies have maps. And you can also, by the way, search the web and ask for different Bible maps. And you can see how the land of Israel was divided up. One thing I realized here is that I forgot to overlap the maps. In other words, at first I had the Table of Nations map, which showed where Noah's three sons, Ham, Shem, and Japheth, traveled and settled. Then I looked at the map of Abraham's journey. Then it moved me on to the map of the Exodus and the wanderings in the wilderness. And finally with this book, I have the map of the early Israelite settlements. But, 
What I forgot to do was to go back and check the similarities until about three or four of my commentaries and study Bibles kept telling me and showed me that here at Shechem was where God first spoke to Abraham and where God promised Abraham and his seed this land. That's found in Genesis 12 verses 6 and 7. It is also the place where Jacob bought a field, Jacob the third patriarch. That's found in Genesis 33, 18 through 20. And where Jacob challenged his family to put away other gods and to fully serve the Lord. And that was found in Genesis 35, verses 1 through 5. Hundreds of years have passed. And God is faithful in that same spot for the children of Israel. And they get to see with their own eyes the faithfulness of their God's word to them. That's why Joshua brought them to Shechem and not to the tabernacle. Well, point four. And I hope that you noticed in this passage that God has always been in the midst of orchestrating his plan. In other words, God is sovereign of the universe and he has a plan. Thus says the Lord, chapter 24, verse 2. And this is what the Lord says. I took, I gave, I sent, I plagued, I did among them. I brought you out. I brought, I have done in Egypt. I brought. I gave them. I destroyed them. And again, we see there's a little phrase about King Balak and how he hired Balaam to curse the Israelites, but he could not. Why? Because God said, I would not allow it. I delivered. I delivered. I sent hornets, by the way. One of my commentators said that the hornets was really that fear, how God sent fear before them in order to take over the land. I have given, I have given the land, God said. Now, therefore, when we see a therefore, we must ask, what is it there for? Because God is in the midst of all these things and over all. All of these things, now therefore, verse 14, fear the Lord. Serve him sincerely and truthfully. Put away idols and serve the Lord. Then we have the famous verse in the second half of verse 15. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Even though I've read this so many times, I always thought Joshua said this in the beginning of the book as they were beginning taking the land. But I realized this time that it was actually his final words before he died. As for me and my house, we are going to serve the Lord. What are you going to do? Ladies, God is sovereign. And yes, he is control. And yes, he has a plan. But one thing that is extremely clear in scripture is that we have a choice to make. We have a choice to make. Point five. As Joshua says, choose you this day. Choose blessings or curses. Are we choosing God or the world? Are we choosing life or death? Some people try to say that there are three choices. There's one in the middle. 
But truthfully, there are only two choices. Choose to obey God and love him or not. Anything in between is in the not category. Well, the people promised to serve the Lord. And then Joshua says, you cannot serve the Lord for he's holy and jealous. If you forsake him, he will turn from you. The Israelites still affirm, we will serve the Lord. We will serve the Lord. Verse 25, so Joshua made a covenant with the people that day, and they set a statue and an ordinance in Shechem. Verse 26 says, Joshua wrote these words in the book of the law of God, and then he put up a big standing stone as a witness, lest they deny their God. Then the people went to their own inheritance. The book Joshua ends with his death, and this time, unlike Moses, he was buried on Mount Ephraim. And Israel served the Lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders who lived with Joshua. Verse 32 says that the bones of Joseph, which the children of Israel brought out of Egypt, and this was at Joseph's request in Genesis chapter 50, verse 25, which Moses brought out of Egypt, and that we see in Exodus chapter 13, verse 19. Well, Joseph's bones were buried in Shechem in the plot of land that Jacob had bought. And this land was a part of the inheritance that Joseph's sons, Ephraim and Manasseh, received. Then it's noted that Eleazar, the son of Aaron, died, and he was buried in a hill that Phinehas, his son, was given in Mount Ephraim. The leadership of this second generation are now gone, and this leads us to our next book of Judges. All right, point number one was to remember. In the New Testament, in Romans 15, verse 4, it says, For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us, so that through endurance taught in scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. When we look back at Joshua and Caleb and Rahab, the once prostitute, but now is a woman of faith, the two unnamed spies that believed and see that God was with them, we can have hope that God is with us too. Point two, be courageous to keep the covenant of God. One thing Dr. Betts in Old Testament class said, complete obedience results in complete blessing. But when we don't follow the Lord completely in obedience, then we miss out on the complete promises of God. I found it nice to see Caleb, Joshua, and Eleazar live their life in obedience and how they ended their life well. Were they perfect? No. How do we know that? Because the Bible says that no one is perfect. But their leadership was huge and their faithfulness was huge in helping the people to stay faithful. Ladies, let's be like that. Number three is the warning. There are consequences to disobedience. As Dr. Betts said in Deuteronomy, always with sin comes loss, not loss of salvation, but other losses. We need to remember that God is holy and he does expect his children to follow his ways. And we need to be fearful if we know that we're walking in disobedience. Number four, God is sovereign 
And ladies, that brings huge comfort when we are fearful of the world's events and the world powers and what the future holds. But God has a plan and it will come to fruition. The question is, will we be counted among the faithful? Number five, choose you this day whom you will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. In the New Testament, in the book of Hebrews, and this is a book that's written for the Hebrew people to show them who Jesus was. In chapter 4, verses 8 and 9, it says this, For if Joshua had given them rest, then he would not have spoken of another day after that. So there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. God had promised to Abraham this land with a covenant, a contract of faithfulness. Abraham's seed has now inherited it, and the land and the people were at rest. But this rest is short-lived. Actually, both Moses and Joshua predict they will lose it because of their unfaithfulness. But there is a rest for God's people, and that is fulfilled in Jesus Christ. Because he paid the price. He was the sacrifice for us so that we can enter God's rest. How is your heart? Are you at rest? Or are you worried about many things? Come to Jesus and find rest and peace and hope. And above all else, find his love. Today, if you hear his voice calling you, Let us not harden our hearts. Let's be women who choose to serve the Lord. Let's be women who will obey. Thanks for listening and until next time.